Hello, everybody. It is Mike and Deb here wishing you a very happy holiday season. Hello. Happy holiday season. You guys asked for it, and you got it. You asked for Deb, Yeah. and you got Deb. I hope I don't here disappoint. Hmm? I hope I don't disappoint. Well, I hope I don't disappoint because we decided to not do a full show this week. Right. We're going to take the week off. I don't really feel like this is a big podcast week, you know? No, but I think we should, everyone should do more work on Instagram this week because whenever I'm bored and scrolling, mm-hmm. it's all the same stuff. So it's like a slow week for slow content. Slow week, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I should have, but I also don't feel like posting anything well, either. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, this time between Christmas and New Year's, it's like, it's like my favorite week of the whole year. It goes yeah. by very fast. It's freedom. Huh? Yeah. It is too fast. I'm actually, I'm getting like the Sunday dreads and it's Friday. Are you? Because you always think you have like the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, mm-hmm. and then you have New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. But Mike's been watching a lot of Sesame Street, like so blur. He, he knows all the days and the numbers. Yeah, I've been I've been refreshing on my uh, <laughs> days of the week. <laughs> I've been you know brushing up on my uh, you know it's never too uh, you know you're never too old to go back and learn your shapes and your numbers. <laughs> Like just sitting on the couch watching Elmo <laughs> with Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know that Elmo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned a lot. Yeah, can now you hand me that have, coffee, um, please? Now they have a segment with Smarty, the smartphone, mm-hmm. and if you want to know something, what do you do? You look it up. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smarty? <laughs> yeah, and then she always talks about her like. Who Smarty's a girl? Yeah, oh. her older brother Flip. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then her grandpa's like a rotary phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Let me ask you this. Is Tweety Bird a boy or a girl? I don't know. Why do you have to assign gender to everybody, Mike? Well, I just want to know. I don't know. I want Tweety Bird to show me its genitals <laughs> so I know which bathroom <laughs> it belongs in. But even so, I'm gonna it follow. Twe- I'm going to follow Tweety Bird into the bathroom with my camera phone. And I go, don't think that... Excuse me! <laughs> Do you belong here? Yeah, I think that I had always wanted Tweety to be a girl growing up. Yeah. But I think Tweety is a boy. I know. I always assumed that it was a boy, but then I was like, oh, no, I think it's a girl. Yeah. We should just sit here and wonder. We should, and we'll feel people, and just yeah. people just in their cars getting Screaming. mad. And they're like, he's a fucking boy, you <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> People, it is funny because because we got a comment on the Patreon recently that was like they were like this is the worst episode you've ever done and I but I appreciate that because it was an episode that was like ten episodes ago mm-hmm. so so they you've are done better right so they are going back and listening yeah which is nice they're mm-hmm. going back they're backlogging the show and listening yeah I think that I new patrons do that too so when you might be in your head like yeah oh no I need to upload every week which you need to because that's your commitment yeah when people first sign up they still have access to all that old stuff they don't just get right. access to like that they get the whole point. library yeah. yeah i just don't understand why anybody would want to spend time listening to my show when tulsa king is available it is to a good watch. it's a good show i like tulsa king uh we've been watching tulsa king and i've been talking like this a lot yeah the show because <laughs> uh, celeste's the one it's funny how uh well he was always kind of like understated but it's funny to watch actors throughout their career mm-hmm. like it's at some point around like 1991 like Al Pacino was just like this is how I act now. Yeah. Oh, you're I'm, 
because in in the seventies, seventies Pacino was like, oh, oh, okay, he was very like he sort of talked like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I've been doing. So we've been watching. Uh, I've been watching Tulsa King. I I thought it would be like just a bad show. Yeah. But I'm like obsessed with good. it. It's Whoever's a great show. Whoever's doing the foley for it, that like the sounds, mm-hmm. they make him sound so strong. Like every oh, time yeah. he like knocks someone out, it's yeah. like uh, yeah, good sound effect. Because he's like an old man. He's seventy five years old yeah. in the show. I'm like, wow, Sylvester Stallone's like so strong. Yeah. I didn't think that when I saw Rocky. N- yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's like it's almost like Tulsa King versus Rocky. You want to yeah. s- you want to watch them uh, go head to head. I think Tulsa King would rock Rocky. You think Tulsa King would fuck up Rocky? I do. Yeah, he would fight dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He does all he. Ne- Every somebody, every single person he's fought, he's knocked out with one hit. I know. <laughs> no, that's what they were saying on Chapo. They were like, he's just be, be able he's to beat the shit out of Eddie. He just beats the shit out of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he just says, and that wasn't necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. It's it's weird because I was um. I tweeted. I was like, "Who's watching Tulsa King?" Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people on Twitter were like, uh, "Me," but I or like people who won't admit it or stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. people think it's like they're like embarrassed to watch it or whatever. Oh, but and okay. it is, but it is kind of like I think it is kind of like a boomer show. It's a little bit of mm-hmm. a boomer show, but it's not like it's not bad. I I I actually think it's like a good show. It's not even like it's not even like oh I'm ironically watching this show. I'm like genuinely. I think it's really a show where boomers it. and millennials can come together. Boomers and millennials come together and hate and Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, because what <laughs> happens? Because oh, what happens? He's like, he like goes back. He goes up to the the Gen Z girl that works at the weed store. Yeah. And and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are the Gen Z people? Well, Gen Z is like people in their mid twenties are millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. It's very good because it's like he's a uh, he's a guy. He was like a mafia captain. He goes to prison for twenty five years, and he and then he comes out and they send him to Tulsa. But it's like, I think the show works because he's not really like the hero in it. Like there, he's still kind of like a loser. Mm-hmm. Like all the mob guys in the in the you don't want to like be the mob guys in the show because it doesn't like it doesn't they don't make they don't make the mafia look like it's fun or enjoyable. Right. And he's clearly a guy who, like, made a lot of bad decisions, and he's still very much kind of a loser. And you said it's the same writer as one Sopranos? Terrence Winter, yeah, one of the Sopranos <coughs> writers. Because, yeah, so I was taken back because I felt like any other mob show I'd watched is all about, like, the family and you'll be taken care of. Mm. And uh, Sylvester Stallone's character it came out of jail and was not taken care not of. Not taken care of. So it kind of, like did do that like you're mentioning it doesn't glorify yeah. the mafia but that's what the mafia is there are a bunch of like sociopaths and so but you I can't expect them to, to be take care of each other well they think i guess they think they're taking care of him because they're like w- there's nothing left for you here but it's true there really isn't anything left for him yeah. there he's but they're he gonna be mad when he does so well in tulsa and try to get they're gonna be upset some back so yeah. i guess that it, this is all helpful to the story yeah for sure Mike has no loyalty to me. Um, 
he made me what first about? watch it, and then he has continued to watch it without me. And then he no. wakes up in the morning and tells me all about it. If I did this to you, you'd be crying on the floor, stomping your feet like a baby. You'd be like, no, I'm not going to even watch it. You ruined it for me. If I did this to you? Dev, there's so much of uh, if I did that to you that, that I don't even want to get into it <laughs> right now from my side if I did that to you. Yeah? There's many, many things. Okay. Every almost... Almost every day you do something where if I did that to you, <laughs> you I would, don't think that's you would leave me. I feel like I let you get away with too much. You're just yeah. walking around the house being extra you, mm-hmm. and I need to knock you down a couple pegs. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying we should go, we should turn the show off and watch an episode together. No, I'm committed to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorite part, though, was because it's funny, like, because somebody on Twitter, they were like, oh, yeah, this this show's clearly, like, created in a lab for my boomer father, but it's very good. But um, there's a sh- it's it's interesting because it does give you kind of, like, a glimpse. See, I think the show works because they're not making him, like, the hero. You still kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, but I'm and rooting for him when he, like, beats people up and when he gets yeah. another idea. I'm like, You're still rooting for him, but he's Tulsa still... town upside down. Yeah, but he's still a fucking loser. Yeah, I think, and I think that's but why the show. Uh, th- yeah. That's that's kind of why the show works. And there's a scene where he um he he fucks this woman who's like in her probably for in probably early forties, mm-hmm. and then he's she's like, how if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? And he's like, I'm seventy five years old. <laughs> he's like, I actually uh I actually wear diapers. Right, you can believe it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that and th- in the first episode he punches a guy. He goes, I made my bones when you were wearing diapers. And the guy's like, and now you're the one wearing diapers. <laughs> you go pee pee in your pants. And then he goes, pow. And <laughs> and he breaks the guy's jaw. Yeah, see, you did that pow. That's what pow. they yeah. did really well with those yeah. sound effects. Well, I'm watching. It's funny because I'm, I, I, I have, I love, one of the reasons I love the show so much is because I'm, I'm watching some other shows. I'm watching shows like Andor mm-hmm. where it's like. There's not enough action there for you. It's not even an action thing, because I'm not even, like, I'm not, like, an action guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a, oh, there needs to be, well, everybody likes karate, obviously. But uh, but I, like. <laughs> you know what? This movie's missing some karate. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Andor, there's no fucking karate. No there karate. should be a little karate. <laughs> but, um. If you just had some karate. Yeah. What other movies could use karate? <laughs> My uncle would always say, he'd be like, is there any karate in this movie? <laughs> but, uh, um. The hell was I gonna say? Sorry. Uh, Andor is very much like Andor feels like it was written by it's Star Wars, but um, there's one droid. Okay, there's one droid, but there's no there's no lightsabers. Mm-hmm. There's no puppets. That's fine. I don't care about that. But there's also not any like humor in it. There's no humor. There's no fighting, and there's no fun. And, and no it feels puppets. Like so what? And no puppets. Yeah, what is good about it? It's like Star. It feels like they did Star Wars, but it's written by the most annoying person on Twitter, because they're like, "Yeah, it's Star Wars, but it's about like colonialism and <laughs> empire, the way the empires oppress people." <laughs> and you're like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> right. <laughs> Bring out some karate. Bring out some karate and some <laughs> lightsaber fights and some jokes and some like compelling characters, yeah. but it's very that's like heavy handed. I'm about halfway across. through that, but I but I feel like that's the feeling that I have watching a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, a, a lot of TV, a lot of TV now. It's just not. Karate. It's just not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. And Tulsa King is very fun. Yeah. And the last thing I want to say about it is my favorite part in Tulsa King was when 
um, he meets this uh, he meets this young black kid that picks him up from the airport. He has, he drives a cab. Yeah. He's, like, he's got like Derek Gaines vibes. This guy. Does he? I think. Woo! I'm gonna drive you to the. <laughs> I'm gonna drive you around, Tulsa King. <laughs> you know, you ever notice how uh, in Tulsa they got uh, they got motherfucking uh, <laughs> I don't know. All right, so maybe Shout not. He doesn't have all the energy. No, he doesn't Derek have Derek. Has. I don't think he does have Derek. I mean, he just he just looks like him a little bit with his the glasses and his hair. Derek is too quick and manic. Yeah. I guess. I guess. But uh, I just look at it and I'm like, oh, Derek could have been cast here. But when he first gets to Tulsa, he sees it. No, because he's too old. All right. When he first gets to Tulsa, he sees everybody a bug. in Greece was like forty. That's true. He sees a bug and he goes, "God, that thing's as big as my cock." <laughs> And then the woman sprays him. Yeah, with holy water. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, just kidding, my cock's bigger, sweetheart. <laughs> and I, what I love is every time he meets, like, a 60-year-old woman in a cowboy hat, I'm like, they're going to fuck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you living Ooh. out your Red Dead dreams. And I, right. And But, it, like, I'm older, so I, I get, like, horny for for 60-year-old women now. Yeah, because you're, like, age-appropriate. Like, oh, fuck her, Tulsa King. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, fuck me, Tulsa King. All right, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna put my penis inside of. You. <laughs> I'm gonna put my penis inside of your vagina. <laughs> but he fucks this one woman who's like in her forties, and then yeah. she finds out he's seventy-five, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, okay. Um, I have to go." <laughs> she realized <laughs> she just fucked an old man. Yeah. And that's why I'm not really afraid of getting old. I think I'm. I think I'm. Yeah. I welcome it. I think you're more beautiful than you've ever been. And um, thank you. That's all I have to say. But I also, my favorite part is when he sent, so he sends this young black kid to buy him a car. He gives him 50 grand. He goes, go buy that car and pay cash for it. Yeah. And then he doesn't show up with the car. And he goes, what happened? I told you to buy me a car. And he's like, yeah, they told me that, uh, they told me that if I had that kind of money, I was probably some crack deal and they wouldn't sell to me. He's like, oh yeah, they said that, huh? And, you're yeah. and then you go like, oh, he's going to go fuck these racist people up. Yeah. And it's interesting because boomers are like not as racist as they used to be. Mm-hmm. They're a little less racist than they were like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just interesting to think like if they made this show, when they make the show again in 10 years, it's going to be like a trans woman that drives him <laughs> around <laughs> and he's going to be like, did you tell this, did you tell this beautiful lady she's not a real woman because she has a penis? <laughs> that's, fu- that's fucked up, buddy. She's as much, she's as much of a woman as your fucking ugly wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna beat him with a phone for yeah. for misgendering his transgender uh, friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Highly recommend Tulsa King. And then, uh, what else is what else is happening? How's your week going? Good. I went to my last show at Caroline's on Broadway on mm. Thursday. What day? Mm-hmm. I don't know any day. Wednesday. <laughs> Today's Friday. It was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah. 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 It was pretty good. I had fun. Yeah, she was out till four in the morning, folks. Only because the after you know, party. You know, back in my day, your wife had to come home at nine o'clock. <laughs> your wife didn't even get to leave till nine nineteen. Um, but yeah, first I drove Mike to his show at Union Hall. When I walked in with my baby, saying "Let's go," Mike was getting lectured by two girls in full length. Yeah, skirts. I got booed uh, <laughs> at Union <laughs> no. Hall. I did a show and I got booed. And uh, it was partially my fault because I set the joke up wrong. Uh-huh. But I uh, sort of have a joke where I say that we should throw disabled people in the trash. Oh, dear. Right. I know it's, it is kind of like an oh, dear. 
mm-hmm. and I did it wrong because I o- I always kind of like soften the setup a little bit. Yeah. And I open up the joke by saying like I've been thinking about disabled people a lot, and like I would never laugh at a disabled person, but sometimes you'll see someone who out in the world who's like so fucking disabled. Like I don't know what the medical term is, mm-hmm. but they're like hella fucking disabled. <laughs> like you look at them and you go like, oh god damn. <laughs> And and then you look at them and you're like, so the joke wasn't about the joke isn't about your average person with autism or whatever, right? And then, it wasn't uh, about you. No, it wasn't about me. It was about right. people who are really. And and then so the joke is like, you know, God messed up this batch of people. So you should bad. just say that moving forward, like I'm autistic. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, and then and then so so I say that like you know. God sent out this batch of cookies, but people who make cookies for a living, they just throw those messed up cookies in the garbage where they belong. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They don't sell you the cookie and go, no, it's a gift, actually. Isn't this a beautiful gift? Uh-huh. And and that cookie's, instead of $4, it's $80,000. That's basically the essence of, Got it. of the joke. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't set up that first part where I say I would never laugh at a disabled person. And I, and I, and I didn't make the distinction of like it about it being about people who are like really disabled mm-hmm. but uh but i'm on stage and some girl's like fuck you and i'm like uh, okay fuck me mm-hmm. and that's happened to me before and i it's happened sometimes and, and it makes me feel like i want to cry but this one i was like all right well whatever mm-hmm. and then i was like all right so some people didn't like that one i'm like who who thinks i'm the greatest co- comedian they've <laughs> ever seen and then a couple <laughs> people clapped and then i was like well this is comedy this is how it works you know like when jerry seinfeld works out bits and he does jokes about candy he'll be like what's the deal with candy and also being gay is a sin (laughs) and then he cuts the being gay is a sin part because that's how you build an act Mm -hmm. so anyway and then um and then i just got off stage and then i got off stage and all the comics were like all the comics were like you're a hero like that's awesome like like emmy blotnick was like you're you're the best man that i know (laughs) Uh, so that felt good, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, and uh, and then I'm like at the bar. I was talking to Petey at the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, these girls come up to me and they're they're like, "Excuse me, did you perform earlier?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "What the fuck?" And I thought she was gonna go, "What the fuck is wrong with that audience?" Uh-huh. And she goes, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> well, why? How did she not know it was you? I don't know. Maybe she wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. She wanted to make sure it was me before she yeah. laid into me. But it was two. It was two girls who, yeah, they had long skirts on. I wonder if that is any giveaway. I wonder if they're like religious or something. She's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You made my sister leave the show." Because I guess her sister is like, you know, probably has Aspergers or something. Mm-hmm. Which that I kind of feel bad about. But well, that joke's not, not about anymore. the the joke is about people who are so disabled they c- wouldn't even know what a comedy show is uh-huh. and it's so it's like so what i said was i was like i'm try, i'm you know i'm I, I guess i'm just trying to say uh uh is this an annoying conversation i don't know is this a patreon episode or a no, regular one it's regular oh. why so then i'm obligated to say mm-hmm. that all lives are valuable and you yeah come off as ableist then so I guess there are many people who no, are I disabled know. and they would choose life over not sure. having a life. Um, and but are are <coughs> but I would assume those girls are pro-choice. Yeah, they did have pro-choice vibes. <laughs> so if you found out that your kid was going to be just like a drool, like I don't know, your aunt. Like sometimes you'll see 
TikToks of like really def- real babies that are severely right. severely handicapped. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be callous or anything. Yeah. And I'm also I also don't want to be somebody who goes like, oh, it's a fucking comedy show. Like, yeah. I think comics should stand behind what they, and think a lot about what they're mm-hmm. saying. So I don't want to. So, but I just feel like when you look at like when you go on TikTok and you see like a baby who's just like not even living. And all the comments are like, oh, beautiful. What a great life. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is that what what I'm trying to get at is like, is that a life and is that person happy? Mm-hmm. Do you think my brother's happy? I don't think that he is. So I would like to clarify that. I think that Mike wrote this joke because he has such concern and empathy for his brother. And he sees his brother and how much he struggles and he's and the impact of having an individual yeah. with and I could tell these girls family. these I girls think wanted that's why to like Mike wrote this joke um so that's where it comes from and I don't think that Mike But I could tell these girls wanted to like write me a ticket or yeah. something Yeah they wanted to send you to comedy jail They wanted to like call the police <laughs> They asked you if you had a soul right She was like do you not have a soul <laughs> I was like I guess I don't if that's what you think mm-hmm. you know Yeah but uh, but and I, I maybe but this is I kind of coming kinda, from a I place from somebody who lives with somebody who has um, a lot of needs and not only sees the devastating impact it has on the individual but also the caretakers like like Mike's family. Right, it's not has fun. A pr- has a son who will essentially never grow up. So it's yeah, like and it's difficult not. For I don't think it's always fun like for my go. mom to like take care of him. Right, and sometimes it gets very challenging, and off, and sometimes it can get dangerous. Yeah. So there are some truth, like there are some aspects to yeah this that's not beautiful, and that is right. not. Uh, They're a like gift. you're advocating for eugenics. Yeah. No, I like think first of all, I'm not advocating for. I'm trying to make you laugh. Yeah. Which uh, didn't work. That's fine. I did make your s- <laughs> sister leave the show. I'm so <laughs> but but uh, yeah. All right, whatever. Anyway, I hated those girls, and you didn't let me yell at them. Yeah, well, you had the baby with you. I mean, it wouldn't have gotten anywhere, but she was like, I just hope you do some soul searching. Oh, I'd be like, all right, thank you. Bye. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I should have said, who gives a fuck what you think? Yeah. Why don't you go bring your dog into Whole Foods? <laughs> like you people love doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just thought it was uh, funny. But, but I, I don't. I feel like I'm tr- I do I, what I I am trying to say that like the burden of I think anybody who takes care of somebody who's disabled I think would identify with that joke cuz there are times when it gets really hard or they feel like you know they're not allowed to and they have that those thoughts and feelings like yeah. what else could I have done or could be doing in this moment but yeah it feels wrong to think that yeah so um, I know my mom gets that she gets to points with my with my brother where she's like, she's like, I could kill him. Well, it's so hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Yeah. I mean, I felt. Th- I mean, it's just. It's hard. So, I think anyway, those girls are dumb. Yeah. And uh, who cares about them? Yeah. Um. Yeah. They just. They had vibes of like. Uh, no one invites you to the party. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it's just the arrogance of it to be, to, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You're allowed to not <coughs> like, I feel like you're even, you're allowed to boo. Yeah. I mean, we, we got, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Who cares? But I might've done, I might've set up the joke wrong. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, and you already don't have enough of a, a huge of ego that you have to be like, everything I do is perfect. Right, and I don't whatever. think that. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I was out till 4 a.m. because the after party was at a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. And um, it was fun. But um, it gets to a point where, like, it's ready. It's time to go. And you mm-hmm. don't have to do one more song. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to have one more drink. When somebody suggests you go, you should just go. Yeah. I think I should get some sort of tattoo, like just leave early or something. Um, well, you know, it's funny. We talk. We were just talking about if you did that to me. Yeah. And it's like sometimes I'll I stay out kind of late, and it, you're not you're never like blowing up my phone or anything, being no. like, "Where are you?" But. When when your wife is out until four in the morning, it does make you worry. Yeah, it was only because it was at a karaoke bar. Otherwise, I would not have been so yeah into it. But there was a point where, like, I put Benjamin in bed, I went to sleep, and then I woke up, and it was like three thirty, four in the morning, and you weren't in the bed. Yeah. And I was like, "Where is she?" I was on the couch. Yeah. But that was because I was all liquored up and didn't want to yeah <laughs> breastfeed at all, so I didn't want to get into the bed. Yeah. Yeah, but all I had was Coronas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had one vodka soda when I got to Caroline's, and then the rest of the night I had Corona. Mm-hmm. And I still puked in the morning. Yeah. So it's like I'm old. The yeah. party is over. I feel that way too. The I got tricked over. with karaoke. Yeah. I'm weak. Yeah. Like I can say no to a couple things. And but Gen Z just isn't into. They're not buying what we're selling. Yeah. Do you know what our opening song was? <laughs> <laughs> Teenage like Dirtbag? No, but like, so Che made this party after reservation, and like, me, Becky, Amy, Nimesh, yeah. and Leah were the Your first to go. Michael che. Why do you, uh, wha- like, what? Why do you have to be weird? I don't know. Why do you have to make it like that? That's why are you not getting even defensive? Funny. Because you did a whole <laughs> episode doing this stupid shit. Um, but I felt like he sent us all there first to be like, here's a whole room, mm-hmm. no one's here. Here's the microphone. Here's the mm-hmm. book. Like, get mm-hmm. it done. Get it out of your system. Oh, yeah. Before the masses come. I felt like that's, and that's what we were joking uh-huh. around saying. So Leah chooses Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me. Uh-huh. Just as, and we're singing that <laughs> really into it and loud. Just as all the masses of people, like cool people coming in. <laughs> yeah. But they all joined in. Everyone likes that song. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is that... Ex- when you touch me like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. But anytime there's a DJ in any sort, like, you should do shorter versions of the song. Like, nobody can yeah. get through a whole song. That's right. a very long song, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, you could... Karaoke's fun, but everyone, at the end of their song, they're just dying. Yeah. Like, nobody can make it. Yeah, you only need, like, a verse and a maybe two choruses. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What's your karaoke song? I don't, I'm not really like a karaoke g- guy. You love it, karaoke. No, I like it, but I've never really done it like publicly. But I guess if I had to sing something, I would do, uh, well, you know what I would do. I know, let me hear. I would do Rhinestone Cowboy. Yeah. Or I would do um, I'll Buy You a New Life by Everclear. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I feel like you got to sing something that you're like emotionally connected to. Right, that's something when that... When he says, I know <laughs> every crack in these dirty sidewalks of Broadway, bum bum, where hustle's the name of the game, and nice guys get washed away like the snow and the rain. Yeah. It's a very, like, dumb guy song. It's great. 
Yeah. It's. I think it needs to be, con- like, you have to feel strong about it so it's people like it. Yeah. And it has to be familiar enough where people can join in. Uh-huh. So, like, I like to sing I'm the Only One by Melissa Etheridge. Mm-hmm. And while I know all the words, but most people don't, they, they still know the chorus. And mm-hmm. once it's coming to that part, everyone joins in. Yeah, yeah. To that, I'm the only one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, and Sam J picked I Want It That Way, which was fun to sing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reggie was singing I Believe I Can Fly, which is fun. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then No Scrubs came on. Everyone liked that. Um, so it's like those types of songs. That people get really into. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You're also really good at rap songs. Me? Yeah. I get I, I don't think I'm a good rapper though. I think I just kinda know the words. Mm-hmm. Can you do like a biggie song for me? Everybody nobody wants to hear that. I do. It was all a dream. <laughs> I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. <laughs> Hanging pictures on my wall. <laughs> Every Saturday rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. <laughs> Everybody knows that song, though. I don't know those words, though. No? No. I just know, like, the first four. But, yeah. Remember that song by Young Buck that was like, I know you're going to let me shine and get mine. I know you're going to let me in with this nine. I know you're going to let me smoke on my weed. I know you're going to let me drink with no ID. No, I don't know the song. Oh, he was one of the 50s guys. Oh. We didn't talk about the women who ruined our lunch. But I think it's time to wrap Oh, up. yeah. Is there anything funny there? I don't know. Um, it's just funny how, like, Deb and I went out for lunch. She was like, I want to get pho. And I was like, I'm trying to go to the gym. But she, you know, whatever well, when you're, my when baby you says, my baby gets. Thank you, honey. Pho is a good option. Just, you know. Is it? Because it's hydrating? I guess. It, it made me feel really good. Yeah. So, 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 long story short is every time we go to a restaurant and try to, every time we take the baby to a restaurant, um... I'm always very probably I'm probably too self-conscious about like, well, uh, let's like make a good impression. I don't want the kid making noise or breaking stuff or whatever I want him to be because right. we like going to restaurants and we want to bring our baby to restaurants. And it's getting yeah. harder as he's getting older. Mm-hmm. So I'm always very like when he starts banging on the table, I I let him hit my hands because it doesn't make as much noise. Right. And uh, I'm like, I try not to be. And then we sat next to the two most obnoxious women obnoxious. I've ever. Yeah. Yeah. I've ever heard. And the thing that bothered me about them was they weren't, they were like rich. They were clearly both very wealthy. Yeah. And they weren't like hot at all. Yeah. I think like you if I make made, a choice. If I made $400,000 a year and I had to fuck some like mid woman, <laughs> if I had to fuck some six every night, I'd be like, what, what they the were fuck? Fours. They were not sixes. Yeah. They were like f- a five and a. I wouldn't even give them halfway. No, the one was kind of, I could probably work with that if I was drunk. But I don't know which one you mean, but like for that much money, it's like get a personal trainer, yeah. put some makeup on, right. hire someone to do a blowout. Right. Like she's talking about all her money and her nanny. Yeah. Uh, Like do something with yourself. She was talking about how she wanted to buy a house for $5 million mm-hmm. and she was going to pay half cash and half financed. Yeah. And, uh, but she didn't move forward with the offer. I'm like this dumb bitch. It's like, oh, why do you look like that, sweetheart? <laughs> but that's 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 Brooklyn. Like it's people who like are they. Yeah, it's Park Slope. But yeah, yeah. they're all sitting on millions of dollars. We should yeah. rob them. We should. 
but the one made a comment about how she would never take her children on the subway. And I was yeah, like, she was like, I just don't see myself like raising city kids. I I take the subway because I have to, not because I enjoy it. I'm like, oh, everybody else on the train is like, this is a great ride. Well, I love the subway. <laughs> I love it. I love trains. Right. I'm obsessed. Okay. Yes. But uh, so yeah. she's like, I just never would let my kid on the subway. And the other one's like, yes, my my son has never been on the subway. We're driving to the Upper East Side for his doctor's appointment after this lunch. And it's like, He's okay, ne- she bitch. She said that? He's never been on the subway? Never been on the subway. And That's then th- I feel bad for them. You're going to just sit in traffic every day of your life? And I don't know. The subway's fine. And then I... Uh, I love taking him on the train. I handed Benjamin People my phone. People make faces at him. It was a Lego game. And I was like, Benjamin, touch the yellow one. And I did the sign for yellow. And then I was like, now get the orange one. And I did the sign for orange. And I hear her talking to her friend. She's like, I got rid of the TV. We don't do any screens in my house. Uh, and... I don't teach science because it delays development. Yeah. Like, as she just saw me do that, which is I completely, completely inaccurate. Yeah. And gesture, use of gestures in toddlers mm-hmm. is a predictor for expressive language use yeah. in preschool years. I just so wish you guys could see how not use, hot these the women were. The more language you will use right. in later in your life. Right. Because you are learning to communicate. You're so much hotter than either one of them. I know. It's weird, and I don't make any money. <laughs> you must have something going for you. Yeah. Probably the karate. It was just weird. If I, if I was, like, rich and I had to fuck some dumpy woman for the rest <laughs> of my life, I'd be like, what did I do wrong? Well, maybe I he's... I might kill myself. Maybe he's ugly. He, maybe he's dumpy, Yeah. Too. I mean, yeah. they all obviously seemed like people who never had fun friends. Yeah. So. But I was just thinking, like, I hope that my kid takes your kid's expensive, like, wooden toys and just beats him over the head with it. Yeah. Take one wooden block and chuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no. It just bothers Poor me. Poor little boy is going to grow up a loser. Well, no, it just bothers But he'll be a loser, but he'll be, like, financially okay. And that, yeah. That's that's what bothers me is, like, people like that seem to – they don't write shows like Tulsa King. <laughs> but people like that who are losers, who have loser yeah. parents, they end up, like, running the world. They end up yeah. getting the job, the, the, the writing jobs, the TV jobs, mm-hmm. the finance jobs, like, whatever it is. And they just, and they don't, the world is just run by, like, the 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 the, the worst group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But we're just going to keep on going. Please pledge to the Patreon so that. So uh, that we can be rich we and I, we can raise a shitty kid. Yeah. <laughs> a shitty kid. Yeah, and we'll we'll write better shows. We'll yeah. pay, pay for them. People are asking, when are you going to release the video footage on YouTube? But not every... It's crazy that people do that, like that yeah. they want to watch your stuff. I mean, thank you very much for uh, watching. Yeah. And Mike's got to learn how to sit up straight if you're going to start videotaping yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you do is lay down. I'm taking the week <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Any any other thoughts? Um, I'm sick of overly horny people. What do you mean? Like people who are just like super horny, like want to like um I have a friend who was like, So are you like not having a lot of sex now that you had a baby? And I just want to be like, fucking learn to knit. Yeah. Like what why are you so horny that like that's what you want to that you're worried about, like having kids, is going to impact your yeah. sex life. Get a vibrator. Yeah, if Leah you're can that. mind her own business. <laughs> it wasn't Leah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. 
knit a scarf. Yeah, you're sick of overly horny. So you're saying my horny levels are like good where they are. You've been a little bit too horny lately, but it's fine. I'm into it. But um, I'm also like that's, that's worried, you're said trying to <laughs> worried you're trying to get me pregnant. I don't want to get pregnant oh, right okay. now. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some it's people need some people need to like reminding you that I'm read attractive. books. They sure do. <laughs> and every time I look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I will try to get those horny levels down. Let me see what I can do about that. <laughs> I'll I'll try to. Uh, no, you can keep yours. Eat some Burger at. King. <laughs> Guys, uh, thank you for your support. This past year, we had a great time doing the show, and hopefully, many more. Thank you if you're a Patreon subscriber. We appreciate it. We'll we we will be uh, we will have a full episode on Patreon. Um, uh, on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, thank you very much. God bless. Happy New Year! With the support means a lot. Stay yeah. in touch. Uh, we're pretty. Mike's shows actually. Where? What are all your? I dates? got Chicago, Des Moines. Uh, I'll be in Jersey tonight. Go bananas in Hasbrook Heights. Uh, I will be at um. Yeah, Chicago, Des Moines, yeah. Minneapolis, in Minneapolis, the thirteenth, uh, and Buffalo. And hopefully Denver, second week of February. Also January twenty sixth, you're gonna be at Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Yes. Yeah, go to that one. Because yes. I want uh I want Mike to come home with some dollars after that one. Yeah. So buy tickets if you're in Connecticut. Yeah. Mike will be there January twenty sixth. Sure will. Yeah. Thanks again. Uh God bless. Happy New Year. We'll see you around. Bye bye. <laughs>